Alright, welcome to another episode of the BDN Content Podcast. Today I want to be talking about the risks of Bitcoin, the risk-reward versus Bitcoin uh, and other investments. So fiat currency is always down, right? It's always it's designed to always go down in value. An inflation rate of 2 to 4% is what every central bank in the world says that their goal is. In other words, they're openly admitting that their goal is to make everyone poorer and that the way the system is designed it's to keep the currency losing its monetary value slowly over time of course it doesn't always work out like that sometimes the currency loses value uh, very rapidly we've seen that a lot lately in places like Lebanon, Turkey Argentina, Venezuela and countless other countries around the world and it's interesting to note that when that does happen, the price of Bitcoin almost always rises uh, to the extent that the currency falls in value. Like in, in uh, Turkey, for example, the Turkish lira on February 1st of 2023 was devalued by 90% against the U.S. dollar. And the price of Bitcoin against the lira then rose uh, by a factor of 1,000% or about 10x. And that fits perfectly so people who held bitcoin saved their savings it, it looks like they made a whole bunch of money but really they didn't because if you have 100 lira and you lose 90 of it because the devaluation you have 10 left if you 10x that now you're back to 100 so more or less people who held bitcoin held their liras in the form of bitcoin approximately broke even uh, with the devaluation so it was really a lifeline uh, and a lifesaver for them. And that's one of the true purposes of Bitcoin when it comes to the store of value uh, use case, which is really just one use case because you also have unconfiscatable uh, hard money. So there's no way anyone could take it from you. And there's no way for it to be devalued, as just mentioned. No one can print more. There's only going to be 21 million. The oncoming supply is always cut in half every four years, so it's deflationary rather than inflationary. And the simple fact is that in the big picture over the long term, if everything is denominated in fiat currencies, so you're talking stocks, bonds, real estate, commodities like gold and silver and oil, those things are all denominated in dollars, euros, yen, pesos, lira, and so on. And if that currency is always going down in value, then that means that something with a fixed supply like Bitcoin would have to then be rising in value by comparison. So as I said in an interview with I-24 News, an Israeli news outlet, a few months ago, the number go up factor of Bitcoin is not really, uh, not really an accurate measure of its worth. It's not really the price of Bitcoin going up it's the value of the currencies going down the value of all assets really collapsing against the price of Bitcoin rather than looking at just the price of Bitcoin going up so we tend to uh, look at things backwards in that sense uh, and that's something I always uh, try to help people understand because when you understand it that way then why wouldn't you want to hold as much of your value that you have whatever property and wealth you have why wouldn't you want to hold as much of it as possible in this form of unconfiscatable hard money? Is there a risk? Yeah, of course there's a risk. There could be some kind of black swan we don't know about that could you know, destroy the entire world. 
but anything short of that is not going to destroy Bitcoin at this point. Uh, Ten years ago, it was a lot riskier because the protocol and the network were mostly unproven. It was still kind of a proof of concept. It was still getting started, getting its roots established. Uh, but now today, especially in the events of the last you know, three or four years, uh, it's more certain than ever that the risk of not having and using Bitcoin is far greater than the risk uh, of actually having it and using it. Uh, this, this technology is more important than ever with bank failures and currency devaluations and many other things. There's really no other way to, to protect yourself. There's no other safety boat or life raft. Or you know, Christine Lagarde, head of the European Central Bank, former head of the International Monetary Fund, has said Bitcoin provides an escape hatch from the fiat system, basically. Uh, I'm paraphrasing there, but she did literally use the words escape hatch. And the way I interpret that is, you know, the elites of the world saying, well, we don't like Bitcoin because it provides little people a way to escape the system that we own and control. Uh, that's basically what she's saying there. So all things considered, uh, I, you know, people ask me, is now a good time to buy? To, you know, to convert fiat to Bitcoin. And I always say, it's always a good time as long as you have at least a four, maybe four to eight year time horizon because anyone who's dollar cost averaged into Bitcoin uh, and held for at least four years has never, has never lost fiat value. Ideally, it's best to have even a hundred year time span uh, and have something to give your children and grandchildren because not only will they be familiar with it, but it will be the best, most life-changing thing uh, that you could possibly give them. So, that about wraps it up for today. Uh, I have a new website. It was created earlier this year. If you want to check it out, go to bdncontent.com. That's bravo delta niner content.com. Check out my uh, portfolio. Uh, you've got a podcast page there, an about me section. And, yeah, if you, uh, find me on LinkedIn. It's uh, freelance Bitcoin fintech writer is my URL. Just search for Brian Nibley, and I'll talk to you guys next time.